0: This week's episode is brought to you by Taco Trucks. A freaking relief after you haven't eaten all day. Taco Trucks are about two blocks from my apartment and they're just the they're just the best, man. Taco Trucks. Burrito, sour cream, no salsa. It's happening. I disappear for random points it's because i haven't eaten all day and there's a burrito next to me and you are not getting in between me and that i'm atlas i'm matt and i will
1: i'm root beer i'm james
0: you're across the country from me matt try me i dare you uh, uh, am i am i that's what you think
1: he could be in your closet right i'm now. right behind you know
0: what the worst part is i have a closet that's empty that i didn't put anything in that is a very real possibility <laughs> <laughs> okay um so welcome to nexus at night your weekly vanguard podcast and uh this week we have a topic that uh sir james over there has uh brought up do you want to explain what it is james
2: yeah so it's kind of a funny topic kind of a sad topic uh be talking about a deck that i own that i actually forgot i had for the longest time and i kind of says something
0: you forgot you had it
2: yeah until like we did our meta discussion i forgot that i had or i forgot i had the deck but i forgot that the deck existed mm-hmm. um today uh discussion is possibly the current worst uh clan in standard uh gear chronicle which is interesting because <laughs> like it's usually pretty easy to identify like the best deck in most card games or uh the best like clan or color or whatever or archetype it's pretty hard to identify the worst but i kind of think standard is kind of leaning towards gear chronicle is by a got... pretty wide margin of the worst
3: they got support just recently <laughs> What <With> that promo <laughs> No, the uh, the. Uh, oh God, that promo! The, gen- the Genesis TD. Valkyria. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, when you get new support and it actually is like pretty good for your deck, but it doesn't even belong to your clan. <laughs> that's kind of saying something about the quality of the cards.
3: Well,
0: yeah, like literally anything helps, even if it's not intended.
2: It's the, the card is purely fodder, but it's an upgrade for the deck.
3: <laughs> a card that Simply does literally be- nothing but have the number five on it, is <laughs> an <Yeah>. upgrade. <laughs> That's so sad.
1: Bind it.
3: So sad. So like, what? Ha- like what happened? So they got some, they got a deck pretty early in G and V, right?
2: It was like towards the middle, like in okay. terms of like plans getting their support. It was like towards the middle.
3: It should. wasn't, like, hella late, right? It was, like, before Bermuda, right? It was, yeah.
2: It Bermuda, was... Bermuda, was Bermuda the last one to get support? First wave?
3: I'm not sure. Sh- I don't think so.
2: I think they uh, were. The, okay. The last okay. time to get first wave.
0: Answer of Truth came out, I want to say, like, January 2019 for us. Yeah. L- yeah. Bermuda was way after
3: that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I believe it came out right after uh, the uh, Ultra Rare set.
3: Mm, that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so oh, it's like right. right in
2: the middle, kind the, of. and
3: they haven't had support in like literally a year, right? The melody, mm-hmm. the melody
0: stuff wouldn't come out until May, so you had January, February, March, April, and then May.
3: And in, I in think, English. What, right. And I think what's also important when we say like, so like when when people, you know when a lot of people say something like, "Oh, this clan hasn't had support in a year," right? Like that was like kind of standard for like bad clans back in G era. But what I think is interesting about Standard is Standard has moved a lot, like, really fast. Yes. Like, it's kind of slowed down now, but only because Murakumo is, like, so oppressive that, like, you know, they haven't, like, I think a lot of the new Excel decks they're making are good, and I say specifically Excel. Uh, I think they are good. But, like, Murakumo's still, like, oppressive.
2: Agreed. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of like, like, I I personally, since I, I bought Tachikaze and I'm playing it, and Excellent. went and went like I went like seven two versus Murakumo. Uh that's
0: pretty it, good. It, just,
2: yeah This is kinda coming back to the whole, you know, uh fast meta thing where Tachikaze is trying to undercut Murakumo and then sometime mm-hmm. eventually there's gonna probably gonna be a deck that undercuts Tachikaze, maybe, if they become a problem. And that's just like a whole meta problem.
3: It's so the the overarching problem right now is that if you're not playing Excel, you're probably doing it wrong.
2: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever, single, whatever it is, according to Dexander's um, Dexander's chart, uh, every single Excel deck has a, at least one top this format. Yeah, every,
3: any, every Excel deck is pretty okay at, at minimum.
2: And protect has no representation.
3: Right, and protect <laughs> oh, is.
2: You God. should not
3: be playing protect Cleans. That's pretty much well. When it when I mean, if we look back to what we thought the rock paper scissors was going to be, right? Mm-hmm. We, we were assuming that Excel would kind of check protect, right? Yes. At the start it did not do that. But now, now that Excel is really good, well now Protect is getting extra punished.
0: It's not it's mm-hmm. not well, checking, forget. it's just force. countering.
3: Right. Well, I mean check as like kind of like keeping their numbers not absurd. But now yeah. there's no the force clans just aren't there. Like there are some okay force clans, like Shadow Paladins is okay. I, I think, think they've kind this, of fallen down though.
2: I think at this point Forest clans, check protect clans, and then excel clans, destroy protect clans.
3: Yep. Yeah. So there's just literally no reason to play protect.
2: Yep. Just, just looking at like the, some of the New Bermuda stuff. It looks like uh. it just completely fucks protect even more. <laughs> well,
3: I, I don't want to... Uh, man, New Bermuda is some shit. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if I want to discuss it at this current juncture. We shouldn't, oh,
0: because we'll have a set review about it and just... I'm going well, to be yeah, so I happy to during hold the opinion- set view. I
3: also want to hold opinions until I see more yeah. cards.
1: Yeah, I mean, Coral looks pretty nutty at face. Pacifica could be good if we get more Pacificas, which is a big if.
3: Thank God, if I get Pacifica, I swear. Okay,
2: so let's get back to uh, Gear Chronicle.
3: So when we talk, think, so when you think about the worst clan, you can already rule out any Excel clan because they're all okay. <laughs> <laughs> At minimum. Yeah. Minimum, you have Excel 2 and your deck's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Or if you're playing Aggravain, you use Excel. So mm-hmm. we can already reduce... So it's weird that you can already reduce the whatever, whoever the worst clan is. So there has to be a worst clan uh, because there are a finite number of clans. So there has to be a best. There has to be a worst. Mm-hmm. You can say the best is Murakumo. You can say the worst is something. And your and your thesis here is that the worst is in Fat Gear Chronicle, right? Yes. At the time of recording this. At the time of recording this. Right?
1: Who knows just, when again, the next set comes out? We'll, we'll see. My favorite. Yeah.
0: Thing I mean.
2: Or...
0: I... Go ahead, James. Go
2: on. Oh, like if they get any support. Oh man, it has to be like either they completely ditch the mechanic, or they create some like broken ass cards. Because mm-hmm. I think Gear Chronicle is the worst mechanically designed clan of all. Uh, it's long,
3: very high roll.
2: I have like, I'll go into it in a bit later, but I just like kind of like went over both the mechanic and the design of the cards of Gear Chronicle, and they're literally contradicting each other in the mm-hmm. worst ways.
0: So, so um, not even like a Starburst commercial where it's like cutesy. It's just it's a bad contradiction. Uh,
2: it, it, it it makes it so that you think you're doing something good, but you're actually killing yourself. <laughs> I'll get into that later, just the many f- design flaws of Gear Chronicle and Standard. <laughs> On this week's episode okay, so, <laughs> of
0: Nexus at Night, we say, I'll get to that later, and then we just never get to it. It's just going to be insane. Oh, that's
2: That happens a lot when I'm here. Uh, but, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So we automatically limit Excel, because Excel is Excel. Uh, yeah. Pretty then... much limit a... Uh, If we remember that Gear Chronicle exists, we have to remember that uh, I believe all the other Forest Clans already got their second wave, or are Bermuda, (laughs) right? uh, And on top of that, uh, Gear Chronicle was already sitting towards the bottom of all the Forest Clans to begin with, Mm -hmm. and then protect um, protect is like in a really bad spot. Like honestly, they're not topping at all, but. If you think it, for someone who has played Gear Chronicle, I know for a fact that Gear Chronicle literally self-destructs versus protect decks. So you have it, yeah.
3: I also think a lot of the protect decks are like, despite being like really bad, are all really close to each other. Yeah, like as far as strength is concerned,
1: and like they can still pull out some cheeky wins just from their their like boss cards being kind of nutty.
3: Like I think DI is the best protect deck. But I don't think it's, like, that much stronger than, say, Mega Colony or Angel Feather or... I
1: think...
0: I, I think, actually, New, I think is probably doing... It's, like, near the top of that pile.
2: I mean... I might... Uh, still in the I pile, bit, but... Go on, James. I might James. be biased, but I kind of feel like Angel Feather is towards the bottom. Oh, yeah. Of really? This. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, well, I, I've heard some people talk about Angel Feather and they're saying you have to play it really aggressively... And so yeah. you end up like playing it like an ex- like what like you want really what, you like you want to be an Excel deck yeah.
2: but you're just not. Our friend How he tested that build. I I thought it was like bad at first, but then I thought it over. I'm like, yeah, there's no other way Angel Feather could possibly win. But looking at the cards, essentially what you're doing is you're playing bad Tachikaze. because you're fo- you're focusing on that card that gets plus five k for um each of your damage. That's like seven k base, no six k base. But then that's just like a worse Sweeper Kanto. Yep. Or worse, um, or worse, uh, the Grey One promo. I forgot the name of it. So Savage it's like trooper. you're just playing. Okay, so you're just playing worse Tachikaze to even have a chance of being, not even a chance. Like you're not meta. Right. So I think Angel Feather, which I'm really happy they're getting more support along with Gear Chronicle. That's going to be like mm-hmm. my set there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of think Angel Feather is like towards the bottom, and you have to play the super aggressive build, or else you're just Everything is either too fast or counters your mechanics.
3: I think like one thing too is, and I, I've said this before, when you have when you're like when you're like given bad card like a bad pool of cards, generally you just have to kind of play aggressively and hope that you, your your opponent dies to it. Yeah, it's
2: and better that's, than like ha- it's better than having like an, at least better than like an eighty percent loss rate. Maybe you can get it to seventy percent by rushing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's still I'm, like indicative that your clan is probably not it where it wants to be.
2: I played I played 12 games versus Murakumo and this is not even with the promo using like what you would believe a standard uh, new build would be, not the aggro build mm-hmm. I won 1 out of 12 yeesh that t- that um that That's pretty. was cause I double crit him oh Thanks. Yikes! Well, you
1: fun, didn't man. even win mechanically. You just got lucky. Even when he G assisted, I still
2: lost.
3: Fuck. Oh, oh my god! To be lost. fair, that's just Vanguard. You don't win mechanically. <clears throat> you win by getting lucky. But uh, some some decks do have just powerful effects, right? Mm-hmm. And Merkumo is exactly that deck. Like if they, if you know, if you if they get to the point where they're you know on second ride and they have uh, you know Hugo with a grade three in Soul, how does Angel Feather recover from that?
0: I uh, hope you didn't have anything
3: important. And yeah, okay. Well, you're gonna call nothing. i What I, sh-
2: not... I try to do, was, what I try to do in that situation was try and bait a first Huga while playing a more resource oriented game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem was is that even if you lose, don't lose too many resources off the Huga, which I didn't, because I baited the Hugas very early. It doesn't matter because you can't guard their powerful turn.
3: But you don't. You can't guard six 30k columns or whatever. Uh,
2: no. Come on, man. <laughs> but yeah. So, angel feather deck that can go like one to eleven versus Murakumo. Gear Chronicle is worse than this. Um. Yeah. And Yikes. it's just I looking at like the history of Gear Chronicle. I picked up Gear Chronicle when it first came out. Uh, I don't think Gear Chronicle was like that bad of a deck when it first came out. I would say it probably wasn't in the upper half of decks. It was definitely kind of in, like, the lower half of decks.
3: But it did stuff. If you high-rolled on your opponent, you just kind of pooped on him.
2: Yeah. If you high-rolled your opponent, it was, like, really good. Uh, Which, like, as we know, high-rolling is... Unless you rolled, like, super high and had, like, a decent chance of rolling it, it's not going to do much. Like how Tachikaze first wave did well for, like, a weekend or two. But then they mm-hmm. kind of fell off as uh, people realized it wasn't very consistent. Um, Gear Chronicles kind of the same way, except I think like, you know, the the high roll is a bit higher, but there, there's much more that can go wrong. Because not only do you need the right grade three, you need like all the right pieces, too. Mm-hmm. But I think probably like nothing has been good for Gear Chronicle, except for the recent grade five for some reason. Uh, <laughs> Because
1: it, was, it counts as five
2: cards in your bind zone. Like, at the time of release, it could kind of compete with, like, some decks if it rolled kind of decently, like other Force decks. But the biggest, like, problem holding them back when they first came out was the fact that Angel Feather came out the previous set. And mm-hmm. Angel Feather was literally the hard counter to anything Gear, Qu- Gear Chronicle could do. Because anything Gear Chronicle did it needed to remove cards from its deck, which means it literally self-destructed against Angel Feather. Angel Feather don't even need to attack a Gear Chronicle's Vanguard, and they can win. Because the Gear Chronicle will try their damage to try and kill the Angel Feather, but they can't, and Gear Chronicle removes so many cards from their deck, they just end up decking up. Uh, and then from there, it's just like wave after wave, no support. And then all of these other Force Plans are getting like these good supports, which like, I would say when, at release, in terms of Force clans, Gear Chronicles were maybe, like, in the middle of the Force clans, and then they just got, like, creeped by everything. They might have actually been lower at the beginning. Uh, And then Force 2 came out, and then, like, all these Force clans rejoiced, except for Gear Chronicle, because Gear Chronicles didn't hit. They had almost no way to gain power, unless you're talking about getting, like, the third skill of Mystery Flare, which is, like, really, really late in the game. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. they couldn't even really abuse, um... Force 2. Force 2. And on top of that, like... They could kind of abuse Force 1 because they got... They, like, pretty much, like, shitted out uh, Force gifts because of Lost Legend. Mm -hmm. But shitting out Force 2 does nothing. uh, Or it doesn't do uh, nearly as much as, like, shitting out Force 1. So, when Gift 2's got announced, Krongo got nothing. And to this point, they still have nothing. So they lost. They already like really lost really hard to protect X. They have like really no way to get around PGs or anything like that. They have like the most awkward guard restrict in the world that does. I don't think even touches uh, protect gifts. Um, on top of that, they are uh, super RNG luck based. Like you have to have all the pieces line up, and. Uh, they're already like one of the lesser 4-stacks, so as the other 4-stacks have support, uh, they just dropped even further. And then Excel is... Well, Excel 2 now, so they just destroy everything.
0: Or just have the resources now to destroy everything. Mm-hmm. the I think the main thing that, like, not cripples Gear Chronicle, but hurts its consistency, where you said that... Uh, they need all their pieces to do their stuff and don't really have a consistent way to search everything, is that uh, you have a lot of grade 4s that are part of your game plan, which means you're running less of the other grades that you need to be running to do things, Uh, because your grade 3 is, alright, I'm riding a grade 4 from deck for the turn.
2: Well, the deck builds that are used, typically all of the extra grade 4s are just coming out of the grade 3 slot. So we're not really missing many grade 1s yeah, because mostly just grade
1: 3s. Really? Your grade 3 lineup isn't very good.
2: It's Lost Legend or Bust. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean,
0: that happens in Tachikaze too, but Tachikaze has a way to see more cards in the early game because, Tach- of, because of the equip gauge thing. Versus...
2: Tachikaze, like, has an early Game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so like, you're you, de-
0: yep. Yes, yeah, so you can't search really your lost legend that mm-hmm. well, um, or at all, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but like, I think it's because Bushido was, uh, you know, when they're trying to do uh, Gear Chronicle, a clan that was literally built for Stride in a Strideless world, they have to fucking make something up. They're like, uh, what if we put the strides in the deck? Yeah, that'll work. Uh, I think if they were going to do it differently, you could have just gone back to the time leap thing. I kind of mm-hmm.
2: think that's where they're kind of going with this. You think uh, so? With the new support? With the new support, maybe. Because they're using, they're bringing Tiger back, right?
1: Yeah. Chrono Tiger okay. never time left, it just binded his own stuff.
2: Oh, oh shoot, my bad. Um But but just to kind of go back to the whole consistency thing, it's like do you guys know how many cards outside the starter actually draw in uh in Gear Chronicle? Six. Close. There's like five. Damn. Or I it counted it real fast. It's either five or six, something like that. But that's actually like an insane amount of draw uh for this deck. It's kind of there to kind of compensate for the fact that you need uh, so many specific cards. Um, but this goes back to what I was talking about. Like, this is probably the worst design plan of all time. Uh, well, not maybe not all time, but worst design plan in Standard. Because the idea behind it is you you want to draw so that you can get your cards, right? So you have all these cards that draw. You also have cards that technically search from your deck. In other words, Lost Legend because it searches the card from your deck to ride. Um, on top of that, you have, uh, yeah. So you have a bunch of draws. You have a Lost Legend to get cards out of your deck. Then you have Idealized Dragon, who one of his skills is you call the top card of your deck. And then you have, uh, then you have Mystery Flare that gives you a triple drive. So what does this all mean? Well, you have to draw to get consistency. Uh, even though you're not really getting card advantage from it, but that's a whole different story. You have to you have to uh, search uh, idealized dragon and mystery flare from your deck, or else you're just not doing anything because you need to st- essentially strive to do something. And also, you need to use idealized dragon and uh, mystery flare skills to actually do uh, anything at all to your opponent. And all these things remove cards from your deck, which means you're going to deck out really fast. But the thing is, all these things are super necessary for you to even play the deck at all. So the more you play your deck, the more you kind of kill yourself by moving all these cards. But the thing about it, uh, compared to, like, Grand Blue, at least Grand Blue, when they do it, uh, they can create this giant, powerful, final turn and kill people early on. And at least they have consistent pressure throughout the entire game. Gear Chronicle, their mechanic is, like, As the turns go by, they get stronger because you end up with more cards, uh, more grades in your bind zone. Until you reach a peak where you're at your strongest and you should be able to overpower your opponent. The problem is when you start reaching your peak, you're about to deck out. So like once you have enough for all the Mystery Flare skill, your back is still to a wall because you have like maybe one or two turns to kill your opponent or else you just deck out. And that's just like you play your game plan correctly and then you lose the deck out which is very, like, contradictory. And if you don't, like, do what you're supposed to do, your deck just stops functioning. So
0: basically what I'm hearing is Fat Bastard from Austin Powers.
2: I don't know that reference.
0: I'm I'm unhappy because I eat. I eat because I'm unhappy. It's a a contradiction that just kind of feeds into itself.
2: Pretty much. I need to make this deck work, so I need to remove cards from my deck. But if I remove cards from this deck, it uh, it makes it so that I'm on a time limit, which makes me lose.
0: I mean do you also lose to like other clans doing their thing and you just losing by damage and not so much by deck out or does it have this survivability to last that long
2: it's um i haven't played it recently but back when um back before second wave was out for most sets most uh, clans you can definitely die from like just taking hits um but it's kind of like, if you're taking hits that you can't guard, you're already kind of losing. This is kind of like, you're playing the deck correctly. Uh, luck is kind of going your way. You're not getting the perfect stuff, but it's going decently. But you're behind already, because you're facing deck out really soon. So even when you're ahead, you're kind of behind. Your back is still t- to a wall.
0: That's a and shitty now, way like, to me.
2: Yeah. Unless you get like the perfect combination of binds and fodder early on to just get way ahead of your opponent uh if it's like a pretty even game you're probably behind because uh you're more likely to deck out soon this is more of a problem against protect decks which is why they just really couldn't do anything early on and now kill power is much higher now and even if they somehow survive like the miracle heal a bunch of times they'll probably just lose the deck out
1: Have you ever actually gotten the 19 Binds you need for Mystery Flare second turn?
2: Oh, on second turn. Oh, you mean take another turn, or on the second grade 3 turn? No, like, to take another turn. Oh, yes, so, funny story about this thing, okay? <laughs> uh, so I've actually gotten this quite a lot. And this is the horrible, awful thing about this skill is that it doesn't even guarantee your victory. It's pretty dumb. Um, I'd say, of the times I've done it, it's like a 50-50 crapshoot if I actually win. Uh, depending on what I'm playing against. If I playing against a Protect deck, I just lose. Um, if I play against a Forest, maybe I win. Uh, Excel back in the day, that's also like higher chance than Forest, but it's still a maybe. The reason being is, number one, uh, the first problem you're going through your deck so fast, by the time you have the 19 cards, taking that extra turn might mean you cannot attack with your Vanguard or else you deck yourself out. Um, number two, uh, Gear Chronicle, unless you get super lucky, it, it progressively gets stronger, um, which means the early turns are usually not very threatening. So your opponent can probably save some cards off of that, especially if your RNG doesn't go super well and you can't get the crit on Mystery Flare until like, pretty, until, like maybe two or three turns in. To grade three turn. So that means your opponent just saves a bunch of cards from not having because you don't have a very threatening board, because your rearguards are not threatening, it's only your vanguard, and they just PG your vanguard, they don't have to waste any cards. So when you get to your 19 card turn, hey, you can do it, but if sometimes your opponent just has enough cards to guard everything, you just tossed away your hand. Um, Damn. So yeah, even if you get the 19 cards, because of you know their whole I'm going to get every card out of my deck mechanic, as well as just, hey, I'm going to take some time to build up to my final uh, to my final move, which gives the opponent time to build up resources. It's a crapshoot. I guess that really some says it, of, is
1: that even if you take two turns in a row, you can't
2: win. I mean, that was like back in the day. Nowadays, like against current protect, yeah, you, there's probably no chance or very mm-hmm. small chance. Uh, but chances are nowadays you're probably just gonna die before then anyway unless you like super top you get super lucky um, you know so, yeah but to be honest though the the third skill of mystery flare is the real killer I usually win with third skill before even going to the fourth skill
0: what's the third skill again the triple
2: drive uh no uh so it goes uh three cards in bot bi- uh, three grades in buying you get uh the triple drive seven you get the crit. And what the other what number it was? Well, let me check real fast. Thirteen, uh, uh, which is the third one. Uh, choose six of your units and give them plus 10k. That was, like, the real killer back in the day. But even then, it's kind of, like, weak by not- today's standards.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, it, it's, uh... That's one trigger on damage.
2: Now, Well, the other thing you have to consider is... Uh, if things are going well, you should have like uh, every single one of your columns should have a force one, and one or two columns will have two on them at this point. Oh yeah, because uh,
0: Lost Legend gets you an extra force marker every turn when yeah. you do, when you do yeah. the thing. The um, <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? You know, in like whatever move, like Hallmark movie or something. It's like the dad who's overworked and he like misses his kids' milestones and then he's like, you know what, kid, you know what son, I'm going to try and make your soccer game, and then it's like a montage of him like trying to finish on time, and he works a little bit late, but he gets out there, and he's like rushing over to the soccer field, and then he gets there, and there's no one there. That's basically what Deer Chronicle is. They spend all this time, it's like, I got a second turn! Yeah, but Timmy went home.
2: To be honest, there's a lot of times where I could do the second turn, but I just don't, don't do it, because I have a better chance of winning if I just take another normal turn. Because next turn, your board's not going to benefit from the plus 10k power from Mystery Flare. So your board's power just suddenly shoots down a lot. And I'd rather just take another normal turn.
0: When it says you get... Uh, at the end of this turn... So you have to redo Lost Legends thing again, right? If you do the skill. the what do you mean? Get a second turn. So it's uh, end of the turn, drop your hand, and you get an additional turn. So Mystery Flare's still... Retires himself, right?
2: Yeah. yeah, you can't re, you can't re, uh, you can't go into mystery flare again because you can't ride the next turn.
0: What's well, it? Does it say mm-hmm. normal ride or just can't ride? Cannot
2: can't ride at all. What's the freaking so the, point uh, then? <laughs> it, it can <laughs> get they you were... like the final. It can get you like the, the kill you need, uh, the last like little oomph you need to end the game. And if it's like you're going against an Excel and maybe some Force, it'll probably end the game. But against some Force decks and just Protect in general, the chances of you winning are much lower.
0: R.I.P.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. I think
1: Bougie Road might have been afraid of making an extra turn too
2: powerful, but then... I mean, like... the Scar Your Hand and 19 and fine is like, pretty high conditions
1: mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying like that's why they might have overbalanced it is they were just afraid that an extra turn would
2: be too strong but oh, I usually treat the 19 the last skill as just an icing on top I just mostly focus <clears> on getting the third skill um mm-hmm. but yeah it's um That giant buildup is just not very good a lot of the times. Or you just die before getting there. Or you die yeah. before getting there. Or something goes wrong before you get there.
1: And then, like, since your board just doesn't get the power to back it up, like... Do you think that Mystery Flare's second turn might be something that grows stronger with time? I mean,
2: like, if they actually get the cards they need... So what they kind of need right now to actually abuse Mystery Flare's uh, extra turn is they need um, they need good rear guards. Which brings me to another point: um, the rear guards in in Core um, are pretty bad. Uh, all they do, and this is like absolutely necessary, but they kind of need to do more. All they really do is. Draw you cards or cycle you cards because they don't actually give you card advantage um, and buy any cards. And those are like very necessary things to do, but they were kind of balanced and like that was mostly all they did. Like the best rear guard, but the best grade two rearguard, is on call, counter plus one, bind a card from your hand and then draw a card and then continuous. If you have a card, ba- I think it was like during your turn, if you have a card. In your bind zone, this gets plus 3k or 2k, something like that. But that's like the best rearguard they have, uh, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a, good, it's not a good, it's not good as a beat stick. It helps you kind of set up, but like setting up kills you in this deck. Um And yeah, doesn't really do anything. It's a very vanguard focused deck, and I think it's kind of like you know a lot of 4 decks have started to branch out so that their rearguards start doing more significant things, which yep. is kind of, like, why this second support needs to be really good, particularly for the rearguards. Because I think Mystery Player could actually still be an okay-ish card if setting him up was not, like, really difficult and counterproductive to your game plan.
3: Yeah, even Dimension Police, which was a very Vanguard-centric cent- clan before, now has, like, a lot of things that make the rearguards
2: matter. Mm-hmm. And that's like another slap in the face to protect X, but yeah. Um,
0: R.I.P. <clears throat> yeah. So, how we fix? <laughs> oh gosh. I'm sorry, I'm like, I'm finishing up the burrito here, so I'm sorry I've been characteristically silent, (laughs) but it's a really fucking good burrito. It's a taco truck in the uh, parking lot of uh, the Payless Shoes on Sunset and Western, and you fucking go there, cash only.
3: We could have had taco trucks in every corner. But.
0: (laughs) That makes it sound like the beginning of some kind of speech, like a Wolf of Wall Street kind of thing. (laughs) Could have had taco trucks on every corner, but no.
3: They didn't uh, fucking... no, it was a reference to the uh, actually a reference to the 2016, 2016 presidential election. Ugh, don't remind me. I, I
0: thought we, I thought everyone hates us when we get political.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, no, they would like us if we got political in the way that they're political. That's the difference.
0: Uh, I hope not.
3: <laughs> you know it's true.
0: Well, because like every time we've gotten political, it's been very left wing. So that makes me sad. If that's
3: what oh it's no, like. that's that's exactly what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise we would be exercising our freedom of speech you see? something something yeah. if,
0: even if you aren't interested in politics politics is interested in you okay we're done moving on um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to make a slight reference but nobody got it so that was unfortunate
0: I'm sorry I didn't I, I just got Glendary Glen Ross vibes from that <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: okay I forgive you always be burritoing okay. one thing I wanted to mention earlier but everyone was kind of on a roll it's funny how the new Tachikaze was kind of slow for people to pick up and was yeah. is, is like really good. Yeah. And the old Tachikaze everyone picked up like basically immediately. But it was
0: It uh, wasn't It wasn't much that worse. good. Yeah, it was just it lacked ride consistency. And mm-hmm. then now people realize, huh, maybe I should just not run other grade threes. That's the ride consistency. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: tachikaze but, was like it's, it's just the build was just unorthodox, so it just took a while. I kind of think it was the same with uh, Kumo, where there were a lot of Kumo builds. So, like, people didn't know which one was the best until, like, towards the end of the that booster set.
3: And now we're all real aware. Oh, yes. It's I far. mean, it's, it's not just that.
0: It's a lot of these clans that, like, when they get really good support, it tends to pick up steam slowly. Because people go, well, it sucked in the past... This this must be a fluke, right? Like it, it it's gonna peter out after a week. Like you guys, a year re- later is ridiculous. Yeah, you guys remember how long it took Night Rose to really catch on in the West, right? Wait, but, too but long. that's because oh, yeah. Night Rose. And My it's to say
2: that the West is stupid. My is to say that you're allowed I'm to say what? The West is stupid.
0: Oh yeah, no, <laughs> we we, we kind of realized that in Vanguard, the the West follows Japan, and in Yu-Gi-Oh, Japan follows the West.
2: In like yeah, I, have combos and stuff. Why, I have my opinions on why. I my opinions on why Night Rose didn't pick up steam. Uh, require, but like,
0: requires more finesse in deck building no. and play. That was my guess. That,
2: that and like, everyone already had the previous meta decks, so why buy a new deck? Oh yeah. Also, not a lot of people are a fan of zombie pirates.
3: Uh,
2: What's wrong that's with zombie like pirates, man? Thing. They're not cute girls, pretty oh. much. Bang
1: on Night Rose was a cute girl and still took people a
2: while to catch on. I mean, that's one card. You play Bermuda. Alvin, don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. I
0: really need to I really need to get a sound clip of the horn for shit like that.
2: Um, but, yes. but yeah, um, how fix? What do? Burritos. Um, I honestly any ideas, guys?
0: <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Um, I am going i do not I vote time leap. Uh, you reuse yeah, the same like, four circle over and over.
2: I feel like. Well, first we have to like you know take a vote, try and fix the current mechanic, or just ditch it. Mm. I say ditch it. I ditch it
1: because it never did anything for them in G era. What
3: do you yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the current mechanic.
1: Yeah. I mean, they already had this, like, bind shit mechanic for Chrono Tiger in G-Era, and nobody played that deck. Oh, that's Aside from, like, Chris. but That's Chris. But that doesn't count.
0: Again, I like how we'll reference our friend group as if the listeners will know who these people are. And most of the time they don't, but that's right. okay.
3: Who it's cares? okay, Chris is easily explainable. You all know that friendier groupie you have that who's not very good at Vanguard, but they're insanely lucky and will build like actual dog shit and just double crit you all day. And mm. also is willing to open god packs at every possible turn. That's, That's Chris. <laughs> so it's I really got
2: someone. Fun. I got someone else at UCR to pick up Vanguard. Um, and he's playing uh, Grand Blue right now. Okay, uh-huh. so he's playing against our Murakumo friend. And like just a few games in, he already hit him twice with four crits on his Vanguard. <sighs> Two to six dead. Uh, that's
0: uh, disgusting. That that um, yeah. I'm I'm so proud.
2: <laughs> he was on Bass Kirk too, so I assume that was like his first grade 3 turn
0: Okay, that's more understandable, <laughs> I guess, because I assume he had, he had the ten right. He had he had his extra yeah. crit. Okay, so that's better, I guess. Although it
2: was kind of a, eh, it was kind of like uh misplay on the Murkuma player's part because he should have PG'd it, but he didn't. Um, because he could just afford to take damage from the other two, regardless of the crits, uh, the other two columns, regardless <laughs> of the crits. But did,
0: did he whatever. have a PG?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, did I you mean, just... you would think you'd be safe, but shit happens in Mangard. Yeah,
3: that ain't that the truth.
2: So we all agree uh, they should probably get a new mechanic, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Yeah, I, I think they so, definitely should.
2: Do you think? There's a way to kind of, like, create a new mechanic that kind of combines the old mechanic, in a way.
3: Why don't so you like have a mechanic the... where you just, like, upgrade your rear goods?
1: Yeah, like, time... <laughs> like, the only times that Gear Chronicle has been really good was when they had, like, Paladin mechanics. So, like, Time Leap and then, like, early ZTBs were bad until they just became Gold Paladin.
3: No, just let them straight upgrade cards in their, like, upgrade... Like... I, I, obviously there needs to be some restrictions on how they can upgrade rearguards, because it would be really fucking dumb if they could like turn like any grade 0 into any grade 1 or something. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it wouldn't be even that difficult to come up with a way to... Like have have like u- like units that kind of upgrades in some way. I don't know. I don't. Know, I, don't know, I don't. like the the mechanics of it really. But it would just be. Cool.
2: I think I had no. Do you mean like upgrade into a different card, or they have like extra? They, they get like extra stats. No,
3: like they upgrade, upgrade to a different card. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah be so like the time leap
1: mechanic, just but just find a restricted. way to balance it.
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't well, think time leap was like necessarily that bad on its own.
1: Yeah. It was just well, the melum interaction that
2: was. Well, they had other stuff like hetero around Yeah. Yeah. Well, hetero
3: around just shouldn't have existed.
2: Yes, but also he-
1: hetero around came later. It was, it was really like the melum interaction was the first time that Gear Chronicle really became nutty.
2: I think
0: that also that Stan Trigger, here, whatever its name was, yeah. uh, the sheep or Irwatar. No, the guy before Irwatar. Okay.
1: And also back when they had four TikToks.
3: Please.
0: Dios mio. people do
3: point play three, but yeah.
0: I mean, neither here nor there. Uh, I think if you were going to do it, if you're not going to do the time leap thing, which I think it was fine when it was just, all right, you bind this and then call one grade higher, and then it goes back at the end of the turn. Uh, another way you could do it is have stuff that does stuff when bound. Um, I was thinking, mm, yeah. which you cool. now granted, you would have to do more stuff with like why you're binding those things. Are you just doing them to do it? Or like have a guy that's like when it's bound draw a card or when it's bound retire something? Like I feel like that's easy to implement, and then you, right. you uh, and you could tack it on to the the grave thing.
2: Yeah, um, I had an idea like that too. But the question is, what kind of effects what they have? Because we already know that drawing cards kills you in this deck. Mm. So we should probably avoid drawing cards. But
3: it drawing. doesn't if you oh, have a better way to win the game.
2: That's true. Uh,
3: Which is you know, part of the point, right? Like, The big problem is like you have to be able to push through Protect somehow.
2: Yeah. A level deck that still really struggles with Protect.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What if there was a thing that was, like, you are building up this, like, number of bound cards for one big money shot, kind of like Mystery Flare, but less shitty?
2: So it essentially guaranteed you the win.
0: Kind of. Like, okay, you know how the new Claret Sword that got revealed this last week was, like, bind cards from drop, or, like, bind red ones from drop dead or restand.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Perhaps you could have something that's the opposite, where you put stuff from bind back in deck.
2: To do something. Would you put that? Would you put that on a grade four? No. Uh, so, grade three.
0: Prob- I think you would have to do that uh, as like a contradiction. I guess. Does uh, Does Lost Legend have to write a grade four? Or is it anything from deck? Grade it has to be a grade or
2: four, I grade-
1: Okay.
0: That th- then that then that or kind higher. of All right. Well, that I kind of that kind of throws. I guess that's
1: another plan. question to ask. Is like, should they ditch the pseudo scribe
2: mechanic? Mm. Oh no. It's a grade 4. Yeah, it
0: is grade four.
2: That's kind of what I asked, like, should they ditch it completely? I think, like, the thing is, if they decide to keep it, they have to, like, make the the new grade 3 essentially has to have that kind of skill, or else, like, you would still not run it unless it was just a completely different mechanic, because Lost Legend is so essential for this kind of uh, strategy.
0: All right, I got one. Grade 3, 13k, force shift, <clears throat> Vanguard still auto. Uh, when it attacks a vanguard, choose a number of rear guards equal to the number of grade threes in your soul, plus one, and time leap them. So you would have to explain what time leap is again. Or just find another, another way to shorthand it. So if you have no grade threes in soul, you can time leap one thing. If you have one, you can time leap two, etc. So you could use that as like ways to, you know, get more mileage out of your attacks, and then if you start stacking force gifts on your front row or whatever, then then there you go.
2: Alright, did you say um did you say um grade threes in the soul?
0: Number of grade threes in soul plus one equals the number of rear guards you choose to time leap. So if you have none, you pick one. If you have one in soul, you pick two. Yada yada yada.
3: Why are you all looking at me like I'm crazy? <laughs> Seems good to me. I mean, I, I, I th- So one problem I have with ditching the current mechanic, even though I, you know, I said that I would rather them do that. I do think that a problem is that it makes the old support kind of useless. Yep. Yeah. Quite literally does. But, like it was already kind of bad,
2: so I would like at least like to keep Lost Legend in the grade Force. because those are like okay, idealized dragons kind of bad, but Mystery Flare could be good for like. You know going the first few turns using the trip getting triple drives off of it might be good mm-hmm. but they need like if they want to kind of keep lost legend and the old mechanic they just need an even stronger grade four to replace idealized dragon and then um mystery Furier will be like our like our first try so to
0: speak yeah lost legend is at at the time of recording this episode twelve dollars and twenty one cents on TCG player I think if you're gonna keep this. And it's been over a year. You gotta reprint his ass if that's how it's gonna be. Um, I imagine they wouldn't, but uh, it would be nice if they did. Um, right. I think if you're gonna stick with that, having the do- stuff that does things when bound should
3: uh, help at least. I like that. It kind of helps mm-hmm. recoup the advantage to losing guards to the bind zone. Yeah, because everything mm-hmm.
0: everything cycles, but nothing really
3: pluses, I've noticed. Right. Yeah. Like, just make it, and I hate to use another Yu-Gi-Oh reference, you know, kind of like Dark Worlds or something, you know. Oh, I'm no. going to discard this, draw cards.
2: Dark
3: yeah, Worlds but the fun. thing
2: is, a lot of the, um, a Dark lot World of the cards were hilarious. <laughs> For real. Uh, a lot of the, the thing is, a lot of the cards that currently bind other cards, or your, your like, two of your major sources of binding cards already do something when you bind a card. Uh, and that that's draw a card.
0: Yeah, but you need more than that. Yeah, but you lose the Mm -hmm. card itself. Like, you don't have to do like, all right, I'm gonna have three, like, you know, a bunch of cards that all do stuff when bound. Just like print a grade one and a grade two that do stuff when bound. Having four copies of those each helps
3: like immeasurably. Or one. And like one problem I have too is like you want to bind higher grade cards, so you end up losing more premium like rear guards.
2: Mm
3: Yeah. To your bind. (laughs)
2: It's just like another thing with the whole the weird mix of contradictions where it's like, hey, I want grade fours in my hand so I can bind them. But I don't want them in my hand because they have no shield value. Uh there's no there's not much a point of writing them, and I want them my deck to stride. There's another contradiction there in the mechanic.
0: Yeah, because they're, they're uh, a garnet in hand. Like the um Hell. Okay, you know how Wedge Wedge Move Dragon is uh grade three is a discard? Right? How come there's no in Bind Zone, this gets grade plus 3? Or something.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking about that. I think that would help a lot. But it has to do something in addition to that. Oh, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, of of course. Course. It, it would yeah. be
0: like, uh, you know, maybe if you have a grade 4 Vanguard, this gets 3k on Rear Guard Circle or something. In Bind Zone, this gets grade plus 3. Something like that.
2: Or maybe, like, because, like, Drawing cards, they already kind of do it. But specifically finding key cards you need is harder. So maybe it could be like a when you bind it, it's a grade 3 searcher. Mm, Mm.
0: That wouldn't be bad. Um, You would also need like a... Possibly, not necessarily, a decent backup to Lost Legend.
2: Yeah, but the problem is deck space fitting in grade 4s as well as grade 3s.
0: Either that or maybe try this. Grade 1... when auto when bound, add Lost Legend from your deck to your hand.
2: Well, I think we should. Well, it depends no, on what the other.
0: is, but no other skill. It's just that's a great. So you bind it off of a something, and then just grab your grade three ride.
2: Yeah, and then if it has like plus grades in the bind zone, that could work. In terms yeah, that's of balance, because it's still useful.
0: Yeah, like grade plus one and bind zone. I have to
1: assume that they're gonna make a new grade three Strider.
0: I hope so. I mean, like even the thing that went wrote upon counterblast two and draw the draw a card. What the fuck are you doing? Like,
2: so that's actually not bad because the deck literally doesn't counterblast or anything else.
0: Oh, really? Like nothing? Yeah. Okay, never mind. We
2: have ca- we have like a grade three that uses counterblast, but it's a grade three that's not lost legend. Okay. Well, never mind then.
0: I uh, retract my statement.
2: I feel like yeah, drawing a card. If they had like another strider. Which I don't know if they are going to keep this mechanic or not. They need maybe like a strider you would actually want to switch off to. Like Lost Legend kind of gives you a bit of advantage because you can get the draw, but maybe another one that maybe hurts your opponent or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like a small. I do find it there. interesting
1: that the Chrono Tiger was specifically Chrono Tiger Rebellion, which was a stride in. Giera so...
2: What, what if that card do? Because maybe that can give some hints about what they're trying to do. Uh,
1: gain 5,000 power for every two cards in the Bind Zone, and then if your heart card was... was Chrono Tiger, you could... Soul Blast and flip up a copy of itself, and it will gain... Crit plus one, Drive plus one.
2: Honestly, wouldn't it be terrible if they translated that to a grade three? Wait, do we know it's a grade three? We Great. don't know. So it could be a grade four. It's just the VR, right? Yeah.
0: I could see that happening, possibly, but who knows? It's rough. Who knows? Um,
2: but if that was a grade four, and they kind of adapted that skill a bit, that could okay. actually be pretty good. Yeah.
1: Apparently, Chrono Fang... T- like, Chrono Fang Tiger is going to be a thing and Chrono Tiger Rebellion, so I have to imagine if they're keeping the striding mechanic, that Rebellion would be a grade 4, since it was a stride in G-era. Okay, so they're both
2: confirmed cards? Uh, That's what the wiki says. Okay, then, yeah, Yeah, they're keeping grade 4s. Okay, so... Yeah. That's interesting for deck building.
0: Alright, so to sum it up, it's either uh, have stuff that does things when bound to go with the current mechanics Um, possibly stuff that gains grades when in the bind zone to go with the current mechanics or scrap it all and do time leap Um,
1: which given yeah given Chrono Tiger's playstyle in G era I highly doubt that they're going to go to
2: time leap
0: me neither or me too but like just that's suggestions on how to fix it how do you- I think
2: oh, I think a major upgrade they could do, uh, and I think this is like a really big thing uh, from just playing the deck, is instead of like you know on stride or essentially uh, instead of drawing a card like Lost Legend does, you can like maybe bind a card, draw a card, or bind a card from your deck, draw a card. Pretty much, get- making it so that you have a way to bind as long as you have the grade three. Because a problem that happens sometimes is. You have high-grade cards, you have, you're on Lost Legend, but you only have one card that binds cards, so you can't keep binding cards, so you're just stuck. And I think if you had a grade 3 that solves that problem, it would help a lot in terms of consistency. Mm-hmm.
0: Not a bad way to go about it. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have a, a lot of experience with Gear Chronicle. Just, I have experience getting crushed by it during Jira in various mm-hmm. ways, shapes, and forms.
2: So I remember I, I beat you once in Standard with Gear Chronicle, <laughs> somehow. Versus Great Nature, somehow. Thanks.
1: My experience with Gear Chronicle was buying that stupid Chrono Tiger deck off of Chris, and then somehow making it <laughs> even stupider.
2: <laughs> well, Did Chris buy it back?
3: Such yeah, that places. sounds like something he would do, is buy it back later. <laughs> yeah.
0: Lord knows he's done it many times before. Um is there anything else we wanted to add to this?
3: Oh, uh, Man, Gear Chronicle seems real bad. Yeah. For, now.
2: For well, now. I always forget they exist, to be honest.
1: Yeah, same I really you, like I
2: have the deck and I forgot they existed. <laughs> I mean of I was think, like when I associated so heavily with Giera. When I was thinking about the worst deck in standard. I didn't even think of it until like I just like uh, actually looked through a list of clans and just randomly saw it there. Like,
3: wait, that's a clan that is, that exists. What the hell?
2: Yeah. Honestly,
1: like I forgot it existed again until you brought up the topic today.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> always, like, always a pleasure to just forget that one twenty-fourth of the game exists. Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have
2: fallen. I um, mean, this 124th gave people PTSD in g mm-hmm. That's what I'm
0: saying. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Now, uh, I don't think there's really much else w- w- we can add on top of this. What I will say is, you, the listener, uh, how would you fix Dear Chronicle? And I know we're going to get a bunch of people who are fanboys to look, it's not that bad, it's that bad. Just take the L and move on. What do you think? That is not the hill I would die on. <laughs> the hill I would die on is refusing to pay for parking. That's my hill. Um
3: dude, oh, that shit's dumb. I've, t-
0: I've told this story like a million times. I'm not doing it again. But, uh, yeah, if, if you have solutions on how to fix uh, your Chronicle, talk to your local congressman or call your local PBS station. No. Uh, I, I would say instead, an easier way to do it is uh, tweet us at Nexus at night with your suggestions, because maybe we'll get a nice little conversation going. This episode will be coming out after uh, Kara Expo, so I hope everyone had a good time then. Guys, where
3: can people find you? You can find me at, on Twitter, at Wiggums, two G's, two Z's.
1: You can find me at plasma, equi- plasma Eclipse, I draw the R's, although I've been doing a lot of cheesecake recently. Mm.
0: Cheesecake's good, can talk to yeah.
2: these people to find me, because
0: yeah, J- J- I don't do
2: social media, so you can ask these guys. And, uh, uh, James is the smart one of us.
0: I know, right? you yes. uh, support,
2: please be good.
0: Here's hoping. And then uh, you can find me personally at Atlas Novak on uh, Twitter or Instagram. You can also find my other podcast, uh, Bad Reading, which is a podcast where we uh, get somebody who's a fan of something and then read them terrible fan fiction for that thing. Uh, the week this episode comes out, I believe we're doing a crossover between Super Mario and The Legend of Zelda. So, Sorry, what? Oh, yeah. That shit's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that'll be coming out uh, the Friday after this drops, so two days later. Uh, check it out if you like. Aside from that, like I said before, add Nexus at night. And until next time, I was
3: Atlas. I'm Matt.
1: I'm Root Beer. I'm James.
0: And have a good night, everybody.